Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Ah, good times. Good times. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> cheers it up. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Uh, and uh, we'd love to have friends with us on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And we have our good buddy who's just killing it, man. He is all over the internet, all over the world, literally. We have our amazing friend. Uh, you know him on the internet as Cecil Grimes. Welcome back to the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Well, thanks, man. Definitely, this one's going to go a little bit smoother than the last one did. I can, get, I can guarantee you that because I didn't start near as early as the last time. So uh, thank you for coming back on. But number one, we just we kind of want to sing your praises for a quick minute because you seriously, you've been killing it. Like I've seen all the things you've been doing in Atlanta, the tours. I've seen how you've been going to all these different conventions. Your set, your set looks better every time I see it. Every time I see your Walking Dead set, it's phenomenal, man. So tell us what's been going on with you and what's been going on with that. Oh man, I've just been uh, stacking up the features, um, booking you know coast to coast and now overseas. And um, this next convention is coming up just around the corner. I'm going to be revealing my new set. I'm in the middle of finishing that right now. So will you be revealing that uh, at Megacon? Yes, it'll be the first convention I've, I've had it at. Nice, nice. Well, we're definitely excited to see it. I'm excited to see it because, like I said, every single time we see you at a different convention, it's totally new. Like, it seems like you've added a piece or you've switched something up. And then the other thing, too, is you've always got different people with you now. Like, I know you've got a buddy – that does Daryl you've got a buddy that does Abraham so it seems like you've had a nice mix of like adding like almost features with you like tag team partners like you've got a guy that comes in with you so you can both do it which I think is really really smart yeah no I've, I've been uh, real lucky to be you know getting the features that I am and it's always a bonus if I'm able to bring somebody with me as a special guest uh, there's a lot of great cosplayers out there doing other characters and um Usually, when they, especially MegaCon, if they go with me, uh, they get a huge boost in followers and numbers, and so it's a, it's a great uh, benefit to us both. Uh, I get to have a good time because we got two people killing my, my zombie instead of one. People get an option, 
and uh, they get you know more more followers. I'll tell you one thing, man. My wife and I, we went with the Tampa Bay Comic-Con la- uh, last year. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't even say hi to I Cecil. I couldn't even say hi to you. The line was so – I was going to get in line and wait, and the line was just wrapped around. Like, it was insane how many people were in line to see you. I was just going to say hi real quick, and I was like, okay, he is so busy. He's in his game. He's in his moment. He's doing his thing. And I think you had uh, um, the guy who does Abraham with you as well, and then you had, like uh, – um, the zombie FX guy. Oh, Scott Finster was yeah, with Yeah, you had him yeah. with you, too, as well. I mean, and the, everything looked amazing. The whole set looked like a scene from the show. I just kudos to you guys. But it was so awesome how, like, just how many people were there flooded to see you guys. Thank you. Now, that that, that show, obviously, with Megacon is coming up. And that that's a four-day, 100,000 attendee type of a show. Sure. Uh, Tampa Bay is, you know, getting up to those numbers. Not quite there. But I did the same amount of volume in three days at Tampa that I did four days at Mega. That's crazy numbers, you know, to have have those that much of a, of a pull, which was wonderful. You, you can't you can't beat that, especially two shows in Florida to top it off. Yeah, yeah uh, because you've been doing a lot of traveling lately. Because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was you've been doing like the set tours in Atlanta. And I guess they've been hiring you to, like, ride the bus with them and do cosplays with people, like, when you're at the different sets and things. And I just wanted to ask, like, how did they get in contact with you? How did that happen? Because to me, it's brilliant. Like, if I'm the marketing guy for, you know, the Walking Dead tour or whatever it's called, it would be brilliant to do something, getting a guy that looks as much like the character as you to come out. I mean, that's that's just a home run. Yeah, it's really cool. That I've got, they're good friends of mine now over there at Atlanta Movie Tours. Um, they're based out of Atlanta, but they have tours in Sonoy and I, Harrelson, I think. And they have uh, the newest tour that's, you know, touring some of the sites from the recent seasons. Um, we hooked up for the first uh, commercial uh, where I did it. I, I rode the horse. They put me on a horse riding over the same bridge from se- season one, and they gave me the sheriff's outfit to wear. Uh, and they, that was part of their their commercial, which was awesome. That you can't beat that. Um, this last time we did a, a, a bit in Sonoy, going to each uh, business, uh, doing some reels, and they're about to release that. Uh, so they're they're constant good friends, and uh, we'll be doing a, a couple new projects in the future with them. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, I, to tell you, when we met, I'd have to look back. It, it's kind of a blur on everything that's going on, but they they reached out to me. And I knew I was coming that way. Well, I would think for you as an entertainer, and and in some ways an actor, because that's what you're doing, you're acting, you're kind of recreating that character, that it's got to be nice for you with something like that, because I'm sure you get to stay in the, stay in the same place for like a week, two weeks, while you're doing the tours and while you're doing the commercials and stuff. So it's not all the moving around, because we have kind of gotten on the con bandwagon, where I personally have been doing cons left and right, and my brother, let me tell you, I got to take my hat off to you because living that hotel life is not easy. That sleeping in a different bed every other night is not easy. Yeah, no, the the Land of Movie Tours is hit and run, usually a day or two. And, oh, wow. You know, film it and then go on to the next, and usually that's in between two conventions. So um, it, it would be nice to have a, a longer-term gig because, yeah, I just got back from a huge run. Yeah. I drove up to Salt Lake City, Utah for a, a Fan X Salt Lake City Comic Con. That was a 38-hour run. Ooh, wow. And I did stay three days after. I was only going to stay two and ski. 
but it didn't snow until the end of the, the day I was supposed to leave. So I stayed one extra day. I, I was I was uh, determined to, to enjoy what they had up there for a minute. And then I had to go right down to Dallas, straight down to Dallas for Fan Expo Dallas. And that was a huge show. Gosh, Texas is awesome with, with what I do. Uh, they love it. Richard joined me, Richard uh, Dixon Cosplay, my uh, Daryl Cosplayer. Then we drove home. Did a few uh, repairs. Three days later, we're on the road back to Texas, to McAllen, South Texas Comic Con. So I was back in Texas for that one. And uh, now we're home for two weeks before MegaCon starts. Well, that's got to be nice for you to be able to sleep in your own bed for two solid weeks. I mean, I don't know about you because you're you're a little bit older than I am, but I'm getting to the age now where if I'm not in my own bed, I start having cramps. Like, I don't, I don't sleep right. Like, I'm not a happy camper when I've been in a hotel room for like four days. I do. I get neck issues uh, depending on the, on the on the hotel. And this last trip, good lord, I got you know because it's not the you know the con puts me up in a hotel, so it's usually a nice hotel. But along the way, when I stop to rest, you get what you get. And you know when, when the show must go on, you know things happen and you just bite through it. Yeah. My entire torso was filled with bites. I must have got a mattress that had bed bugs all, all, along the trip, oh, God. and I had to go into a show with that. That, that was a, a special, a special time. Now I check the mattress everywhere I go. Well, <laughs> but I, I totally get where you're coming from because when you're doing those long trips, especially when you're kind of like trying to speed run and like, all right, we're going to go as many hours until we just can't safely drive anymore. You get off at the exit, and your only option might be Motel 6 or something not even like a, that. It'll be like a Super 9 or something you've never even heard of before, and you're like, well, you know, the room's cheap, and i got to sleep. So I, 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 I've been there, so trust me, because with the con scene lately, I mean, a lot of the cons put us up, but every once in a while there'll be one where we have to put ourselves up or, or something like that. And, yeah, I've, I've stayed at the finer Motel 6s as of late, <laughs> and I can, I can feel your pain because it's like you said, at that point you just kind of get what you get and you got to kind of roll with the punches. But, man, alive. Like, I, I, I thought about it this past weekend at the con we did. I was like – at one part in my life, I really wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I was like, I'm glad I did not make that life choice just because of the mere fact that this would be my life. Every weekend would be a different hotel, and it, I mean, I guess that's how musicians got to feel too, but I just, I don't know if I could live that life, but you, you man, are a trooper because you're doing it all the time. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's something I, I enjoy seeing places and traveling, and when you get a nice hotel, no, you know, a nice hotel is something to, to enjoy. You know? but, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't get to get there early enough and don't get to stay late enough to enjoy the cities. That's why I made it a point to stay for Salt Lake. Um, because, you know, you get to see all these cities, but you see them on, on the load in and load out. You know, yeah. so it's it's something that I, I'll be adjusting as, as, the, as the funds allow uh, to be able to enjoy some of the cities. But, yeah, so far... Yeah, I, I still enjoy it. I still like the the traveling. I like to drive, and um, I put a hundred thousand miles, I think, on the on the uh, Forerunner since I bought it. Thank oh God, wow! So I <laughs> well, I mean, I I see all you guys driving and stuff, which I've got to say, if you guys aren't following him, you need to follow him on Facebook, mm -hmm. just because one of the things I love that you're doing is, I guess you've got like a little tripod or something in the car where you can put the camera up and you put it on like Facebook Live, and then you and your 
to your old cosplayer, and I think I saw you once even with the Abram cosplayer. Like, you'll be driving down the road, and you'll be, like, answering questions and kind of kind of what we do, just shooting the shit, but it's really, really cool. And it's also got to be fun for you guys because that's got to be monotonous, driving, like, 18, 19, you know, 38 hours to a gig. Like, you got to do something to kill that time. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a great response to the live videos. Um, I'm going to start – I'm starting to shoot more on my um, my – on my fan page and to find the fan page it has to be all one word Cecil Grimes cosplay because if you just do Cecil Grimes cosplay in three words all it does is bring up my group and I don't even I don't even service the group right now it's just one I created so it's a weird little twist in there but we're gonna go live there more often well I, I think that that's awesome and I, I've got to say now that now that Facebook is doing the live thing, it's definitely something we've been looking at and possibly doing more just because I think it's a really great way to interact with your fans, and it's so interactive because literally I could type in a message like, hey, Cecil, how's it going, man? I hope you're having a safe trip, whatever, and like you see that, and then you can automatically interact, and I think it's really cool because we've got a lot of cosplay friends. Like We'll throw another one who's going to be a special guest at Megacon, Danica, uh, Dan Rockwood. Danica Rockwood, yep. and Johnny all the time jumps on her Twitch stream when she's playing video games like, Hey Danica, hope you're doing good. And she'll you, her episode's gonna be coming up very very soon. Um, so uh, you know, watch out for that. But I just think it's a great way to interact with. Well, fans. it also it's a great way to build your fan base in a different way, you know. Um, and it's like like Deuce said, it's it's live and and more interactive and like you can do that immediate response and and also people can just come in and just they don't even have to say anything to you they just come in and check out and see what the other fans are talking yeah, about and his numbers are insane yeah. because the thing is in the upper right hand corner it tells you how many people are watching and i was just scrolling by you know doing other stuff doing happy hour stuff and i scroll by and your thing's got like 350 people watching and i'm like holy shit like you know i scroll by and it's like a random tuesday afternoon like at one o'clock or something like it's not even like you know, because I would think nighttime you'd have more people watching because more people are, like, off work and stuff and whatever. But, like, you were rocking, like, 350 people, and I'm like, holy shit, for the middle of the day on a Tuesday, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's some good numbers. I, I pulled in up to 100 at one time, but I, I haven't seen those kind of views uh, maybe afterwards. You know, you get thousands of views on those things once you post them. Yeah. But what I try to do is go to live Facebook. Then we go jump over to live Instagram. And then I jump over to Twitter and do the live feed on Twitter. So we hit all three while we're on the road. Oh, that's a oh, good that's idea. Smart. Yeah. Which, actually, speaking of that, for our fans, how do they find you, like, on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff? Yeah, I was able to grab Cecil Grimes cosplay across the board. Uh, the only difference is on Twitter, too many, I guess, too many letters. So it's Cecil G cosplay on nice. Twitter. And um, I am on Twitch now. I have my Twitch account. Yeah. I've got a couple videos up. So we got that going, and uh, YouTube. I, I've got so much, so much media to post. I just, I, I've got to do everything. I'm doing everything myself, and that's uh, that's still pending for all the edits, so I can get some videos back up to YouTube. And it's got live now, I hear. Yeah, it does. Yep, you can you can get it set up uh, for live and do your YouTube live. I have a question for you. Like, how do you keep on schedule? Do you have like something on your phone? Like, how do you? keep on a regular like schedule knowing when you have to go because i imagine someone like you that's so busy all the time you have to have a good way to you know ha plan things out ahead of time yeah it's uh it was a lot of research and a lot of uh of uh, trying to figure out how i want to do it but good old google you know i i started my website on go uh, GoDaddy, and you can embed your uh html code so on google calendar 
you can grab the HTML code that it gives you, put it in your website, and your phone calendar syncs. You can turn it on to sync to your Google calendar, that which syncs to your website, all for free. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's helpful because that's got to be tough. Because if you're on the road and you're kind of you're kind of your own manager, if you will, because you're the one who's kind of coordinating everything, and especially at cons because you're running your booth. But I'm thinking like, and we'll use MegaCon as an example. I mean, I'm sure they're going to want to have you for like cosplay panels and for like other things besides just standing at your booth. They're probably going to want you for other stuff. So it reminds you, hey, you know, at two o'clock I got to be at this panel, or oh, I've got a meeting with this person at this time. So that's got to be really cool and make your life like a hundred times easier. It does when when you get you got to figure out what's coming next. And now that I have two sets in rotation, I got to figure out which set I'm supposed to be taking with me. Uh, basically, I'd like to have a bigger vehicle to take both sets everywhere so I could you know, have that. But um, right now, I get invited to a lot of panels. I get invited as a judge on the cosplay contests. I get Q&A requests. And I tell them, you know, depending on what time they are, my people in my booth uh, get paid based on volume. You know, if we do good, they do good. If they're, you know, you have to work their butt off, they make more. And if I'm not there to sell a picture, it's affecting everybody. Yeah. So right right now, if it's not one of those times where I know it's not going to be busy, I, I have to pass on them and uh, you know respectively decline the uh, the offers because you know we get lines and I, yeah. I don't want to pass up any fans that like to get a photo. Well, that and the other thing is when you're at a con like that, it's like if you're away from your booth, that person who is going to wait in line and maybe spend twenty dollars on a picture of you might spend that money elsewhere because there's tons of people selling merchandise. There's other cosplayers taking pictures. Like, you kind of got to strike while the iron's hot. You see what I'm saying? So it's like if you give them too much of, of a chance to, like, rethink the purchase, they might walk away, and then you might not get that purchase back. Oh, yeah. There's a thousand things to buy at conventions, and it's my booth is an emotional response. Yeah. They see the booth. They peek inside. They see, you know, you know usually a head tilt or something might do, and then they run over. Because they first got to find out if it's really, really him or not, which is just awesome. Yeah. And then they then they go ahead and say, oh well, that that's about ten percent of what he charges for the real guy for a picture. So I think I'll get get one with him. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I gotta ask you, besides doing your booth, because I know you love that. I know you love interacting with your fans, because that's a huge, huge thing for you. What's your favorite thing to do at a convention? Favorite thing to do at a convention? You mean uh, the. Uh, the, the photos themselves, that's about the it, load in and load out wouldn't be on that list. No, yeah, I figured not, but I didn't know, like, if maybe, like, you really enjoyed, uh, like, judging the cosplay contest or being on a panel or maybe if it's meeting the other celebrities. Because I've seen you've met, like, pretty much the entire damn cast because I don't know if they come and find you or how that works, but it seems like every time I turn around, you got a new picture with a new cast member in your booth. Yeah, that's got to be the number one. It's amazing how these mega stars will drop by my booth for a photo. Uh, we had, uh, was it Sean Patrick Flannery, you know, jump in there, did a couple photos, uh, you know, Joey Fatone, yeah. uh, you know, all these different features. As long as they can get over there without being swamped themselves, they, they drop by. But I, I always try to get to them and say, you know what, I love what you do. You're welcome to come over. I'd love to give you a photo. Uh, just look for the tower. Because they, they get blinders, too. They're yeah. so busy that they can see a tower in the distance and doesn't even register what's going on over there. So I, I go make sure that they know it's me. I, I think my favorite picture right now, and I know on your personal page, 
it's like the cover. It's you, it's Sean Patrick Flannery, and it's your Daryl cosplayer, all three of you. And it looks like you're at a bar or something or maybe in the hotel having a drink or something. But, like, that's the coolest photo. And I was like, if you got to bend – I mean, he's one of the boondock saints for crying out loud. He's done tons of stuff. But being able to, like, bend his ear for ten minutes had to be, like, the coolest thing ever. Well, I'll tell you a story about that. Uh, we were all put up in the same hotel, top floor, you know, uh, the, the, the uh, presidential suites. And um, – we run it. We're me and Daryl Richard Dixon is. Uh, we're going down the elevator. We're about to get on the elevator to go down. It opens and there he stands, and he's like, "Whoa! I just got off the phone with you, dude. That's awesome." And he was talking to Norman. Yeah. At, right, right on the elevator as he got off, and so I said, "Well, we're going to be downstairs. Please come down and join us." And he's like, "You know, well, that's a, you know." He didn't say yes. He he was busy. Yeah, yeah. So we're down at the bar, and I see him coming down that glass elevator. I was like, "Well, I'm going to go stop it." He was on his way over to see us. That's awesome. I didn't have to stop him. And he was, you know, that guy's got a lot of, he's got Rooker energy. Michael yeah. Rooker that, That's an amazing guy. And he wanted a picture with with us to save it. So that was, and I grabbed one with my phone because, you know, I, that, that's that's good times. Well, that, come that's awesome, man. And, and I knew that a story had to come out of that because, I mean, how many times do you run into a guy like that? And it's, it's got to be cool. I mean, has there been any other celebrities that so far in your run you've run into like that and had, like, really cool stories with or really cool, like, interactions with? Yeah, I mean, uh, just about every show I'm at that um, – uh, what is – oh, gosh, I, I, you got me on a blank. Uh, the Priest from The Walking Dead. Oh, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I, can't, I couldn't yeah, tell you. Seth, his... Seth Gillum. Seth, Seth Gillum. Okay. Yeah. He, he's funny. He'll come in for a picture, but you'll you turn your spin your head and he'll be gone. He comes in, gives you a hug. Yeah. And if you don't grab a hold of him, he's gone again. You know, he's a really cool guy. Uh, Tate comes in every time uh, from the face off. He's uh, he's doing almost every Walker Stalker, I think. Um, Rooker yeah. jumps in there. He's a hoot every time. I, he's, he's so busy. Sometimes he can't get to my booth because they just, they just get attacked. Yeah, you know they can't get through the crowds if they go there, and if they stay one second too long, it looks like it looks like I'm giving away free food for at that booth. It's, yeah. it's a house. Like you get a straight up herd, if you will, from Walking Dead. You've got a herd out in front, and then I'm sure at that point, whoever's his bodyguard or security for him has got to be shitting a brick because they're like, yeah. "How the hell am I going to get him out of here?" Because your booth, I mean, it it is the prison, so there's fencing around it. So once you're in the booth. You're kind of stuck, so it's almost like a WWE, you know, a cage match, yeah. getting out of there because you're gonna have to like part him like Moses, the sea of people to like get the guy out of there. Which I'm sure for security, they're probably like, oh great, yeah right. <laughs> How am I gonna well, get Roker past like 300 people? <laughs> well, my new booth uh, is gonna be something uh, a little bit different, and uh, it's gonna be a little bit more hard to see in there, except through the rolling, uh, rolling gates. So it's uh, it's going to be something that I'm really excited to share with everybody. Uh, who helps you with the booths? The builds? Mm-hmm. I build them all myself. Wow, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. The only time I bring in extra help is if there's something specific that I'm just not skilled enough, like airbrushing, uh, something like that. Uh, I get uh, assistance with that. But uh, no, I've, I've, this booth designed it. You know, put it together, did all, all the base, all the all construction, um, got some help with the airbrushing, but that's just because I, I have, don't have an airbrush machine yet, so that's the next next thing to add to my collection because I, I want to be 100% you know, uh, self-belt. 
Right. And um, I learn, I'm learning everything. You know, I'm doing I'm doing the backdrop Photoshop. I had to bring in three different people to help me with. I think it was a gradient, some little function that you couldn't find in Photoshop, which I knew was there. So I have to look, phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's been some helpers on my Photoshop stuff, which is awesome. It's just too time consuming. But um, yeah, but this one, yeah, it's it was a mind I'm uh, a minecrafter on this one, but I'm actually I'm building upon what I have and changing it up so it's something fresh for the new season. Nice. Well, definitely when we come back from break, we're going to want to ask you all about The Walking Dead. But before we do that, I want to ask you, is there anybody celebrity-wise that you've made friends with that you're like, never in a million years did I think I'd be friends with this guy and like have this guy's cell phone number like in my phone that I can talk to and text and, you know, stuff like that? Yeah, there's a few out there. I mean, the, the most recent one from South Texas Comic Con was Joey Fatone. You yeah. see, he was a cool guy, and you know, he, he lives here in Orlando. Yeah. So that was really cool hooking up with him. Uh, Tate, he's on my on my speed dial. But uh, you know, I'm so busy, and they're so busy. Even though you say let's let's hook up Chad uh, Chad uh, was it Chad Wilson, he's doing a bunch of movies right now. We got we we text now and then. But, uh, yeah, it, just to be able to have that from anyone, you know, I'm still at the level I'm at, even though I'm going to the acting next. So to have, for to have them give me that respect, that, that's a lot to me. It means a lot to me. Well, guys, we're going to go and we're going to pay some bills, but we're going to be back with the baddest man to ever put on a sheriff's officer uniform and strap on a python, Cecil Gardner. And we'll be right back with more of the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color. Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what what do listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. And I'm main, Deuce. Main man Deuce. And we have our awesome cosplay set builder, actor. The guy does it all. We have Cecil Grimes. Uh, and welcome back to Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Thank you. Well, I would be remiss if I did not ask you about this, and that is what did you think about this past season of The Walking Dead? And spoiler alert for people that haven't seen the past season because we'll get into all of it, but I'd like to get your thoughts because you're kind of in the forefront of it since you cosplay these people. Like, you're right in the thick of it. Yeah, well, it's great to see that Rick got his groove back. 
and he's ready to kick some butt. But uh, I didn't trust the garbage people from the get-go. And, uh, yeah, I think it's payback time. But it's been, it's, it's been a good uh, season developing. You know, I, I, I think it's really taken, taken up some, some speed, of course, in the, in the very last few episodes. But I think it's, it's still going to stream strong and hard as long as they keep the uh, couple stars around that, that are really good numbers, you know. Well, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and basically we were like, okay, who, who is the unkillable characters in The Walking Dead? Now, I know the show creator and everything says, well, everybody's on the table. Anybody can die. It's not called The Walking Rick. It's called The Walking Dead. But we, as a group, decided it was Michonne, Rick, and Daryl. We said those are the three that just can't die. Like, if one of those three characters dies, we think that there'll be huge fan outrage and people would stop watching. But what do you think, if you were asked the same question, that, like, what are the the unkillable characters, if you will, on the show? Well, I have to be biased with Rick. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But, again, you know, if you follow the comic books – you know, it's it's good. It's probably take the same track. Rick is uh, you know the backbone, and he is built around him. You know, he comes out of a coma at the beginning. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't see him uh, leaving the show at all. Uh, Daryl, obviously, they created him for for the the TV show. Yeah. And even though I think he's he could be on the chopping block, they won't do it. He's he, he is the superstar. You know, he is the numbers, and that's that's not going to happen. Um, now, Michonne. I hate to say it, but it's a, it would be another huge blow to the, to to Rick's character, and I think that is you know that 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 not a not a unpossibility on that, um, but everybody else is, you know is is on, is is out there, and now I, I think uh, Carl Coral, he's going to be there for for a good long time too, developing his character. Well, I think it's interesting too because whenever something happens, you know, on the show, especially when there's a major death. Like it shapes and changes the dynamic of the show and the characters. So you got to look at like uh, spoilers for people who haven't seen it. Back when Lori, you know, when she died and all that, and the whole thing with Carl and like obviously, peop- the whole show and the whole team reacted accordingly. But like that was a huge impact on the whole team and like that. The what how Rick was like, like a state of like I don't know. He was out of his mind. He was like a comatose, but he was still you know awake. He was just so like. A catatonic, if you will, and like it, it just whenever you see something like that happen, it, it even something like that will just every little like that butterfly effect, if you will, yeah, it'll happen when you know when these things happen, when these characters die, or when it, especially even when they go to a new location, like the first time they went to the jail, that changed the whole feeling of the show. You know, everything was a little bit different. They're keeping a watchful eye. They had to figure out how to set up stuff, go use the the watchtowers, and like they had to like figure out the whole minutia of the whole place. And I think that's what's so cool about you know going into the new season. It's like you're you're changing locations, you're changing people. You know, and seeing how the uh, people interact with it. You know, not only as the characters, but you as the audience watching at home, you're going through the changes as well. Yeah, I, I don't know any uh, unknown information. I don't have any secret uh, contacts, but I, I see uh, Alexand- Alexandra taking a hit soon. I, I think it's too, uh, it's too clean and too easy to live in for the show. And they're gonna to have to move on to their next location. I just, I, I'm predicting that. Uh, it hurts that I'm gonna be basing something off of it, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. So well, it's like Pleasantville, then. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I, I really, I agree with you because the thing 
I would like to see him get back to, and I don't think it will anytime soon as much as I hate to say it. I want to see him back, like, out in the wild when they had, like, camps where they were, like, back out in the woods and, like, they had the RV and they were, like, camping, basically, you know, where they were out in the elements because you're right, like, they're in this nice little safe space so the drama doesn't come anymore from the survival. It comes from the survival with other people. And I love Negan. I think that's the greatest thing they've done for the show is bring in a solid villain because, in my opinion, the seasons have always been best where there was a solid villain like the governor. The seasons with the governor were amazing. The seasons so far with Negan has been amazing. So I think you've got to have that polar opposite to Rick. And I don't know. I, I In my heart of hearts, I think by the end of this upcoming season – Negan will either be dead or be dealt with and they'll move on to the next thing because I don't know how many seasons they could go drawing this Negan thing out. I mean, maybe the, maybe there'll be another season after this one and it'll be, you know, three whole seasons of Negan. But at a certain point, you know, the joke loses its funniness. You know what I'm saying? Like, assault after a while will lose its flavor. So after a while, people are going to be like, all right, Negan's old hat. We need something new. But I agree with you 110%. Like, in Alexandria, it's too safe, it's too clean, it's too easy for them, so they got to do something to make it harder. Yeah, Negan, again, I agree. Uh, that character is so amazing, and I don't think anyone could have pulled it off like uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, it's just a, just amazing rendition of that character. You know, fine line between absurdity and villainism, and he's walking it just about perfectly. And it's enjoyable to watch, you know. Uh, but if you follow the comics, there are some gruesome, over-the-top stuff that they can still draw from that I'm excited about seeing, uh, you know, down the road. And uh, so I think they're going to... But again, just like they did the season... Was it season six? You know, a premiere? Yeah. They went, went to that point. I mean, how far can you go to keep something new and fresh in that, in that season? They've gone, they've gone to so many limits so far. So I'm hoping that they, they, they they're able to create you know something new and, and incredible every every uh, every season. Well, and that was my only concern about this past season that just passed was like think of it like a roller coaster. It goes click 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 click, and you keep going up up and up, and then there's the drop. Well, it's the season started on the drop when they killed Glenn and when they killed Abram. I was like, shit, how are you going to top that? They killed two of like the fan favorite characters that have been around forever, like, where do you go from there? Because there's not, like, you've kind of already hit the top. So I knew this season was going to be kind of all over the place, which it was. I mean, it was still an interesting watch. Some episodes were better than others, but, like, they, they're going to have to figure something out, I think, for the season coming out because they're going to have to have a buildup to uh, the, the war, I guess, if you want to say it, because I think it's going to come down to the kingdom and Alexandria – getting together and then you know and the and the hilltop guys and then making a big push towards Negan but now that they don't have the uh, trash heap people and the trash heap people are are, are in with uh, with uh, the saviors I don't see even if all the the, the uh, camps get together that they could over overthrow them well, and that might be the other thing this season. They might have to introduce some sort of new colony because they introduced the people from, I guess you call it the sea colony, the colony of women that was all, uh, they were all kind of uh, out there by the ocean, you know, all the women together. 
Like, oh, e- right. even if they get those numbers, I think you're right. I don't think they have the, the numbers to pull it off. So I think we're going to have to see one more city join the fray. I'm just wondering, because in the comics, there was a time jump. And I can't remember exactly if it was after they defeated Negan that they had the time jump or when they had the time jump. But I'm interested to see if Walking Dead doesn't try and pull that off. Very nice. I haven't got to that far. I haven't read that that far into the comics well, you know, to be able to see that. Well, I, I could be wrong just because I don't read the comics. I've got a good friend that does, and he kind of keeps me in the loop. Um, so, it's a you good know. Idea. Well, the thing is, is I, A, I just don't have the time to read it, and two, I kind of like being surprised with Walking Dead. Like, that's one of the shows that, for me, is like appointment television. Like, I'm there on Sundays. I watch it. And then usually, if I can stay up late enough, I try and watch Talking Dead because I really enjoy that with Chris Hardwick. Um, and I make a night of it, you know, and I kind of don't want that spoiled. It's kind of like the people that were really into Game of Thrones and read all the books. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. Like, I don't want this spoiled for me. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But if, if, if they do go some time jump, that might be better than trying to develop the uh, each kingdom's uh, storyline. And then getting caught almost in that so proper feel that we got when we went to Alexandria in, in season into season five, and, you know, yeah. that uh, I don't want to you know get a lag with uh, you know that much of a, of a of a situation, but they've been doing this good so far, so I think they're they're well prepared to avoid it. I just hope they don't get weak because they were, were they're backing up from the lashing they took from season six premiere. Yeah. I know they they're really kind of buckled to the uh, to the, the the what was it. I don't. I, I think it would be the minority opinion of that, not the the majority. Uh, everybody hated that it happened because of what happened, but the you know to take it that far, you know, you raised it, raised the bar. Yeah. You know, it, it had me, it stuck with me, and that's what a show should do. Yeah, and that was the thing too with me personally. Like the people I knew that were like, "Well, I'm not going to watch the show anymore." Really, were kind of like uh, fly by night Johnny Come Lately fans. Anyway, they were kind of fair weather to begin with. So I'm like. Well, if you guys fall off, who cares? You don't watch this week to week. Like, I watch every week. It's appointment television for me. So, I, you know, if you fall off to me, that's not a real fan that you lost. That's somebody that's – now, trust me, I'm sure AMC wants every single number and every single eyeball on the product. But to me personally, I'm like, well, if they go, you know, who cares? It's kind of like if you if your uh, favorite football team is winning and you've got all the bandwagon people, and then when they start sucking, it's like, oh, okay, well – you know, we don't care about the Bucks anymore, and it's like, well, you got to be here in the bad times. You can't just be here when we're winning. What was that? Um, what was that? Uh, Facebook post. So they were talking about like the Seattle Seahawks, how they had like was it four thousand like fan like four thousand likes on their official page, and then after they won the Super Bowl, it was like two point five million or something like that. Well, my favorite was the beam. It had a guy in a Seahawks jersey. And he was holding his baby, and the baby had the Seahawks jersey. And it said. Both of the people in this picture have been Seahawks fans for the exact same amount of time. <laughs> so I was like, that is that is totally true. So, you know, and, and Walking Dead has got a great, great, you know, a great, great family when it comes to the actors, the cosplayers, um, and the fans. And uh, Cecil, again, man, we just want to tell you thank you so, so much for, for coming on the show and being with us this evening and taking time out of your busy schedule. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I, I tell people all the time, Cecil Grimes – and is the hardest working man in cosplay. Like I don't think of anybody I know that works as hard in cosplay as you do because you are you you are living the dream, man, but you you are you are in the trenches and working your ass off all the time and we salute you, brother. Well, thank you very much. I'm uh I'm up for uh, I made mean, spacey words again. 
a cosplayer awesome. of the year. I'm on the, t- the top five finalists. So if y'all get a chance, go out to. Oh, you've already got our two votes. I did yep. that weeks ago. As soon Thank as it you. came in, I was like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm the worst. Like I just skipped through until I found your name, voted for you, and then stopped. <laughs> I was like, that's all I need to do. See you later. <laughs> so like I didn't even like. There was a couple of them. Like I don't even know what's the first one on the list. Okay, that guy gets my vote. So real quick, uh, so you're going to be at MegaCon, um, uh-huh. and that's going to be a four-day event. Right. And after that, you said you're headed out to another place. Can you remind us uh, where you're going after MegaCon? Yeah, I'll be on the road the next day after loadout, oh, driving to Niagara Falls Comic Con in Canada um, and doing that show. So it's pretty much a back-to-back show. Um, after that, I've got uh, Magic City Comic Con in Birmingham and uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con. Again this year, wow. I got Ecuador coming up. Oh wow! Back to back with San Francisco Comic Con, which is going to be a pretty interesting run. I got to drive to California before I fly out to Ecuador, so I can fly back in and go to San Francisco. Now, by San Francisco, you mean the Comic Con? No, this is San Francisco Comic Con. The same people who put on Tampa Bay Comic Con has a San Francisco show. Ah, uh, okay. But I did get finally connected with San Diego and WonderCon. Uh, they're they're actually uh, pending my my uh, review now, so that's finally on the radar. I broke the shell. Well, hey man, fingers crossed and prayers going out for you because we definitely want you to make that. Because in our personal opinions, this is not the uh, opinion of uh, uh, Cecil Grimes cosplay. They will be fools not to have you because I mean <laughs> you're the best thing going in cosplay, and you're not going to get a guy that's going to do more and work harder for your event than Cecil Grimes cosplay. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I enjoy it and put all uh, put everything into it. And after all this, uh, I'm going to have about a four-week break between conventions. I'm going to New York City for nine days doing an acting uh, acting run, casting agents, um, workshops, the whole thing with my uh, my acting coach in his school. So I'll be up there developing that side of it. So if anything uh, really big comes along, I'll be ready. And as well as Road to Sanctuary starts shooting again, the miniseries after August. So I finally can get dig back in there with my new my new team and get that finally finished. That that was a bit of a, a kick in a kick in the knees uh, that that got slowed down, but it's still there. I still own it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. Well, definitely, when that comes back around, let us know because we want to have you back on again to promote that and promote the Kickstarter or anything you're doing fundraising-wise because we want to let our fans know about it so they can help you because I'm telling you, our fans love you as much as we do. Um, It's an amazing uh, to have you on, but it's even more amazing to be able to call you a friend, and we really, really appreciate it. And let everybody know how they can find you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Um, Again, my – my fan page on Facebook uh, is Cecil Grimes Cosplay, and you have to put it in all as one word. If you do it separated, you'll only get the group. Um, my YouTube channel, Instagram, uh, Cecil Grimes Cosplay, and also Twitch. And then, of course, my uh, Twitter is Cecil G Cosplay. All that can be found on my website, CecilGrimesCosplay.com, first page. All the all the the shortcuts are there, so if you want to go to one place to see everything I'm doing, that's that's the place to go. We'll put the, the link in the description of the uh, episode as well, so everybody can check it out. And also, Cecil, if you can, just send us some uh, send us whatever pictures you want us to use to uh, 
hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, and I can tomorrow I can even send you that on Facebook. So you've got the email address, so then we you can you can tell us what pictures you want us to use for the cover. So we we've got everything for you. So it can kind of be your personal touch and flavor. That'd be awesome. I'd love to. Thank you. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. Also, we appreciate you remembering us after you know you got so big yeah. and so high and mighty. Like you still remember the happy hour, you know. Well, no, and the thing is, it, and I'll pull back the curtain just a little bit. Like, there's been a couple times where Cecil in the past had called me about stuff to like bounce ideas and stuff off of me. And dude, I felt like the king of the fucking world after that phone call because I'm like. Who wants to call my monkey ass and thinks that I'm the guy that's got, like, the right opinion or the right idea? But, like, it, and, and it means a lot to me personally just to be able to, like, call you a friend because we've had that happen where we've had cosplayers on and then they got really big and then they started big time in us and we're like, oh, okay, we see how this is. You know, once you get big, you, you forget about the little guys. But, like, even today, uh, pull back the curtain a little more, I needed a personal favor from Cecil. I sent him one message and he's like, brother, I got you. Like, I, I didn't even have to think about it twice, and you 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 were on it, man. And I, brother, I so so appreciate we it. We do. That's my pleasure, man. It's you know, I, you're the number one podcast in Polk County. How could you get freaking get where it all started? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? You know, right there in my kitchen in my living room. You know, you, you got you got to remember that. And I I still have pictures and remember the day of us doing the the cosplay shoot and everything out in Lakeland and how much fun we had and how what a good time that was with you and Tara and everybody. And, uh, you know, making memories and making friends, it's the whole reason we got into doing what we're doing. I mean, yeah, it's fun being the number one podcast in Polk County, and it's it's fun doing what we do. But it's even more fun making friends and making new people that we know that we're friends with that we can hang out with, I think, is, it to me, it's what makes this whole thing worthwhile. Absolutely. You know, I appreciate everything you've done, and I'll hopefully uh, just keep on growing. And then once we, uh, we hit it big, we can do it again. Definitely, Absolutely. brother. Definitely. Well, again, brother, thank you so, so much for coming on tonight. And uh, everybody, go check out Cecil Grimes Cosplay. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good one, man. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, buddy. Thank you. Well, that was the amazing Cecil Grimes Cosplay, as always. And, of course, as always, you can find us at HH Podcast Show on Twitter, Show at gmail.com. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there is not one, there is not two, but there are trace hashtags you want to put in in the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And hashtag Deuce is on, on the loose. loose. Later. See ya.